Welcome to Spraymakers, the podcast where Rossi and Trent dive deep into the world of water skiing. Where you look has a monumental impact on your skiing. The guys talk about bringing a more global vision to your time on the water. Anyone that's been coached to, to some extent, you know, over their uh, ski careers or their, you know, their, their ski lifetime, they've been told to look somewhere. And I, and I, you know, I can remember being told by phenomenal skiers precisely where to look and when, and, and there, it, you know, there's merit to it. And, or, or, and I think maybe sometimes it, you know, can be a little bit, um, you know, misconceived a little bit, uh, or, or misdirected a little bit, but <clears throat> vision, where, like, where do you look when, and, and to what effect and how important is it? And it's, um, I think it's, in my mind, it's, it's pretty easy. So let's see if we can just clear some of this, this up a little bit. What, what, if you're just going to go broad scope, um, what, how important is vision to you? Like, we'll just go with like, with your own skiing. Are you on a, a set, like a specific matrix of points that you need to look at, at different phases of the course, like some people want to do, or, or what's, what does vision mean to you? Woo, Trent, man. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's get into this. Listen, I think we, you know, we be, we be, we, I'm not going to say beat up, but we, we go very in depth into all of these discussions. The ultimate goal is to find weaknesses in your skiing and try yeah. to turn those into strengths, right? Yeah. And in that process, we will have to focus more on stuff like keys do this, do this, do this. The ultimate goal though, yeah. ultimately, and this is where I'm going to answer your question. What am I working on with my vision? I, to be honest with you, I don't have to, I, I mean, I just, I see everything, <sighs> you know, right? Yeah. So, yes, but yes. I think, I think a huge point and, and probably a, an episode, you know, at some point is going to be that we don't want to have to think about anything while we ski. Yeah. What happened on that pass that you ripped when, you know, for me, I can think of it, you know, this, this pass up in Calgary. I don't know. When's the last time I was there? 2014, maybe a long time ago. Yeah. I know people, but I ran a 39 there that I, when I, when I came off the water, I'm like, that's the best tournament 39 <laughs> I could have run. I think Todd Rissercelli caught it from, you know, up in a crane and I mean, it's, just, and you know what, when you, when someone's like, what, what were you thinking about when you ran that, you know? And I go, you know what? I have no recollection of anything, but it was awesome. Ugh. And so, so anyway, just to, just to dive in deep. So what we want to do <laughs> to get back on topic here, what we want to do is to do these things and, and create a pattern, right? So if we're going to talk about vision, yes, you do need to work on your vision if you have weak points in it. Yeah. Or if yeah. your if your field of view is not large enough, I mean, I just see people like buoy hunting, and it's all they can watch is a buoy. And they're as I'm watching them as they're getting closer and closer to the buoy, I can see their head dropping and dropping and dropping. And it's almost like as they go by the buoy, they're looking at the buoy go behind them. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's that like that's not my jam. That's not what I'm looking for. And then another thing is to remember that your vision also patterns your habits. It, it it patterns your, we talk a lot about your stance, you know, about, you know, yeah. your stack and all of that. So your body's going to, going to follow where you're looking and your vision. So anyway, what do I look at? I look at the grand scheme of things. I, I, you know, I always talk in 30,000 foot view. I yeah. think I got that. I think I got that term from Chris Sullivan, by the way, 
Huh. Uh, I think so. So I want to give some kudos to him for that. Cause I think we, you know, we used to talk about, you know, as a brand and things like that, you know, we talk about 30,000 foot view. And so that's the way, whatever. I mean, I know you've termed it. Sometimes you talk about, you'll, you'll use that 30,000 foot. You also use the, the hundred feet above the <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my eyesight's not as good. Maybe <laughs> Well, you're talking to a guy that doesn't have great eyesight. But, so, so anyway, um, you know, Vision. I like how you said that though. I like how you said that, like, like, like that you see everything because I, and this is how I, I, one, I know it's important for some people. Well, it's important for everyone. And here's, here's how I know that is that at the beginning of the season, um, and, and even where I am right now, I mean, as, you know, as warm as it's been, I really only just started taking, you know, started pretending to be a skier again, uh, last week. So, Everything else was kind of just sets when it was convenient for <laughs> everything else. Um, so, so even even right now, I I'm I don't I don't see everything. I see phases, um, and and it's it's funny. It's it's everything's a little darker right now. If that makes sense, it's a little it's a little more tunnely, um, a little 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 more you know gray around the edges, and it it. it Tunnely, tunnel. It's a little, it's a more, a little more tunnel vision right now. I'm seeing each separate phase of the course as it's coming at me. And, and by the time I'm, you know, by the time for me, it'll be more like August, you know, cause my seasons all tend to kind of push later. Um, yeah. They all seem to develop later in the season. Um, I, I see everything. I see, I see everything. And I, I, you know, at all at the same time, like I, I, I pull up for the gate and I see I see everything as far as the pre-gates and, and at every phase of the course, I, I see not only the next buoy that's coming up, but the next one after that and, and the boat and the rope and da, 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 da. But, but I, so I think I can liken my early season skiing to probably what, what it's probably more like what most people see, you know, and, and again, only, only because, I, you know, perhaps I'm at a different part of the learning curve than, than a lot of the skiing population. So how do you start to, to, to see globally, right? It, it, it's because it is, it's where you look and, and you already touched on this, but where you look is only important if it can elicit a specific response that you're looking to elicit. So let's, let's just go with the most classic one is, you know, looking down course as you come through the finish of the turn. Cause that's one that that's been just, I mean, preached and preached and preached and, and, and it's been, you know, it's probably been 30 years of people talking specifically about that. Um, what, what, wh where does that stem from? Do you think? And, and, and how can it be a positive? How can it be a negative? Or, or, or do you think it's just, you know, universally important? Those types of, that's an awesome question, by the way, those types yeah. of, those types of things that you hear, what you're looking for is a body position. Right. Yeah. And so by giving yourself a target to look down the course, you're leaving your you're leaving your head, you know, in in line with your body. You know, yeah. if you crank your head over to the side or look to the shore or you, you know, a lot of people like to over rotate their turn. Like, let's say you're making a two ball turn. A lot of people will rotate their their upper body and head and everything to the shore behind the boat, you know, type of thing, like 90 degrees away. And, and, mm -hmm. and that's just a natural thing to, you know, it's a natural thing that they learned. Um, and then, so someone says, well, you're, you're, you're over rotating your upper body. How do we stop doing, you know, how do we get away from that? 
you know? Yeah. And so by focusing on your vision and leaving your vision in a certain place, what, you know, you're, you're able to then, because your, your body's lined up better, you are setting yourself up to be able to make a more posturous, correct turn. Right. So yeah. I think, I think it's really crucial. So when I see people that, that are either very reactionary in their skiing, like you said, very tunnel visioned and um, things like that, then that's a guy that I'm going to, or a woman that I'm going to focus a little bit of vision on. If it's a crazy over rotator at the turn, meaning, you know, like if you think about counter rotation, think about the opposite of that at the finish of the turn, right? Like all of that crazy body rotation, what happens when your upper body rotates? You know, these are the things that you need to be asking yourself. You know, when your upper body rotates, your lower body rotates the opposite direction. So I always tell people by rotating your body, by over rotating your body from at the finish of the turn to try, you're basically creating a skidded turn. You're skidding your ski. How, why is your, why is your ski able to skid? And uh, and sorry, I'm long winded here, but your ski is going to skid in that zone because you're rotating your upper body that that took your hip from an inside low position which is a carved you know you've got your ski on edge and it's and it's just railing on a curve by rotating your upper body you picked your lower body up into the outside flattening your ski edge shifting your weight back and allowing yourself to manually push that tail through the turn and so it's 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 a it's a skid, it's a drastic loss of speed, which helps to bring the line tight because you didn't have the line tension coming in. So you you know you're making the educated guess on how to bring this line tight and how to turn as hard as I can. And the bummer to all of that is you just gave up all of that speed you've worked so hard to gain. And now yes, for an instantaneous moment, you got a great result and it feels amazing, but it's gonna go away real fast going to the next buoy. And then we've got people, you know, that are, that are basically, uh, basing their whole style off of this, this, you know, so what do we do when we see a person like that, you know, and, and, and what do you do? You know, when you see a person like that, what's your go-to, you know, when you say, okay, well, I want to, I think we should probably look into vision. What what are the results that you see or or, or why do you go that way? Yeah. So I, 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 this one, I, I'm, I ease into this one a little bit bit because I, I can just recall that, um, you know, when, when I w- was being coached younger in my, in my life, um, younger in my skiing career, that, that when I was being directed to, to where to, um, you know, where to hold my gaze, I, I could elicit the, re- that desired response, but I always felt like my balance was just was off and and you know and not necessarily that I was tippy but I my orientation maybe was off I just felt a little bit disoriented so I for me as a coach um I try to use that more as a last last kind of ditch effort so the first thing I I would do with someone like that is is again because recognizing that vision is is what can can often be the you know the precursor to that mistake is is I'll, I'll have someone uh lift just lift their gaze up you know, like when you, when you know, you're going to clear the buoy, pick your head up and start to see, you know, down course, um, or, or, or even pick your head up and start to see, you know, the, the next buoy, which at that point is still ahead of the boat somewhere. Um, I'm just careful not to, you know, I, I need you to look down course until that second hand is back on the handle. And I, and, I, and I'm saying that specific specifically, cause that echoes in my brain is something that I was coached as a kid. Um, uh, wow. and again, not that it's not, 
not that it, you know, it will elicit the response you want, but perhaps at the cost of your orientation. So, so first of all, I'm going to be, yes, pick your, pick your eyes up, pick your eyes up, try and stay, you know, more oriented down the lake with your upper body. Then if that's not effective, then I'm, then I might go a little bit more specific with, um, with my visual, with, with a more specific visual cue, you know, Mm -hmm. can you walk us through, maybe, maybe just walk us through, you know, I, I really liked how you in the in the beginning you you talked about tunnel vision at the beginning of the year, and then as you're settling in, your confidence is coming up. Your you know where you are in your ski, you know where you are in the course a little better. Um, so I really liked how you said like tunnel vision starts like that, and then it like basically you know you kind of you're seeing in a tunnel, and then that tunnel is opening and opening and opening, and and the the, yeah. the end goal is you want it to be wide open. And you want to yeah. see, I mean, when I'm, I'll give you a prime example, you know, uh, at, at one of the lakes, uh, that I'm, that I ski at up at Stillwater, we've got, um, we've got docks lining one side of the lake. Okay. Now when I'm out skiing, I'm, I'm clearly focused on what I'm doing, you know, on the water, but I, I, I mean, I'll be coming into a three ball and I'm getting ready to make my turn and out of my peripheral, I can see somebody just walked onto the dock on that dock right there. You know, like it didn't, that, that's not like I see them and now I can't ski. It's just, it's a global awareness, a global picture. What I'm getting at is we want to, hmm. to be able to be as global as possible. You know, you want yes. to be able to see everything. You don't, If you're so tunneled and the way I look at it is this way. Uh, the way I look at it, I would say is like a, a, a snow skier on a, ra- on a, on a, on a course, right? They, they, they're looking specifically to where they're going to be going so they can make judgments and split second decisions on their angles of attack, their speed versus, uh, you know, being able to turn, do I need to shut it down a little bit, all of those types of things. So, you know, in the course, if we don't have that, if we don't have a controlled vision, then do we even know where we are? Do we, are we going to, or are we just going to pop and all of a sudden there's a buoy and where am I? And now I'm going to react. And I don't yes. like, re- I don't like reactionary skiing. I want to be yeah. proactive. And that's why I'm, a, that, that's why, again, as a coach, I'm, I'm resistant to, about directing someone's vision specifically. And, and it, it, I understand it can be useful again, to elicit a very specific response because it's the same as, you know, and this one is age old class, especially for, for guys, our age, um, skiers, our age, you know, and there's still people that use it, but you know, when you finish one turn, look across to the opposite shore and, and, and yes, it, it can elicit that desired, you know, um, there's no response way. or that desired effect of, okay, I'm going to drive into through the second wake and, 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 you know, and made this idea of, of having max power behind the boat and max angle. And, and it's, I get that it can be effective to a certain point, but, but again, it's, you know, I don't, I don't want to take someone's tunnel vision and just redirect that tunnel. Right. If you, know, you take, I, if you look at the, I mean, if you look at the side of the lake, you're never going to go there. You're mm-hmm. never going there. So you're looking at that. So yes, like you just said, you're getting, you, maybe you needed more angle, more, you know, whatever it is that you needed, it helped. But then when you come off the second wake and, and you edge change and you're coming, then you have to shift your vision and look for a buoy and where am I and what relationship is it to me and where are my angles? And and you basically have to run this crazy calculator at an even tighter spot. I mean, that's yeah. my only point. So keep going. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that, and that's, that's, again, that's my point. I, I don't want to redirect the tunnel. I want to, I want to soften the tunnel. So you, let's do this. And why don't, let's just walk through the first um, few phases of the course and, and just 
run us through and, and, and maybe we'll, we'll take turns. We can tell me, let me know what, again, I know you're not looking at anything specific, but just like, I mean, you've done enough passes. You can oh, I, I am your, actually looking at, speci- yeah. I'm looking at specifics. So I, when I you pull out, specific. so you, you've, you've, you know, you've found your mark on the pregate as you fall into that lean on, on your, on your gate setup, that first pull or that first swing to the left, what, what are you seeing at that point? So as I come around the corner and I'm, you know, or whatever, like we have a, we have a turn Island. So when I come around the Island, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at my relationship to the boat, but I'm looking through the boat and I see all the way down to the end of the lake. I see everything. Right. And, and, and when I get ready to pull out and I take that deep breath and I go up, my vision gets even greater because I'm standing up even higher. I mean, my, I'm up on my tippy toes. And so I'm looking at the entire lake and obviously I have my, my eye, so my eyeballs are looking kind of down the lake, but my peripheral or whatever vision, I'm seeing the pregates, I'm seeing the boat, I'm seeing that relationship. And then it's like, yep. And I do my all the way up and then I'm falling. As I'm falling right there, I'm just, my, my kind of my vision stays right there. I'm looking down the lake, I'm seeing the boat, I'm seeing myself and I'm doing, I'm, I'm kind of falling in that, that realm. I can look out of my left side of my eyes and see, you know, the, you know, the, the left side of the lake, I can, I can see the right side of the lake, but I'm more generally like when I'm making a move like that, I'm not singularly focused on some aspect. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like wh- yep. what, what are you yep. doing when you're in that zone? It's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, as I move into that pullout, <clears throat> I'm, I, I'm going to, I'm going to see that I'm going to see my desired path, you know, so I'm going to, I'm going to see this, this, this semicircular outward, outward trajectory, you know, and, and, and kind of in my mind's eye, as I'm, I'm kind of seeing how it relates to the pylon, if you will, you know, right. like I, just so I kind of know where I am, but it's, so while I'm, I'm, I'm going to be careful not to look down the course, you know, cause again, as a, as a left foot forward skier, like I, I really, I'm, I'm careful not to orient, you know, strictly parallel. So I'm, I'm going to see that semicircular path in my mind's eye, but, but again, it's, it, yeah, it's the same thing. Like I, I'm seeing left-hand gate ball. I'm definitely seeing one ball somehow. And, and, but again, like I'm seeing, if I can see the whole course, um, with, with seeing these, these few features in addition or, or, or sort of, uh, you know, as an aside that that's, that's my, that's that, like when I see the past in my mind or when I think back to yesterday, when I was on the water, that's, that's what I'm seeing at that point. Um, and then, so then up and then now when I'm free in that glide, again, I'm, I'm, I'm recognizing the rope, you know, as in, I am definitely seeing it out of the, out of, out of the peripherals on my right side, the line of the rope again, just so I know where that pylon is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I'm seeing left-hand gate ball coming in. I'm seeing the next set of gates and one ball. I, I'm trying to, again, just to keep my head up and just see the entire lake as, uh, you know, see the entire course without having, without being really singular in, your, in my focus. So what's important to me is going to be line of the rope, left-hand gate ball, uh, which, which again is, is, is right-hand gate ball is fine. If that's, if that's what your marker is, but again, don't, not being super focused on, on that, on that one buoy, um, just being, just being cognizant of it. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm in then, that, I'm in that same zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in that zone. I think one thing that people, you know, we, sh- we should just all understand is that, let's say you're out there, you're in your glide. If you have all of your focus and your two eyes are laser beaming on that right hand or left hand gate ball, 
your entrance gates. I mean, that's a lot of people have their yep. focus there. Yep. Then you're going to turn your head. You're going to orient your body right towards that zone. And I think that's really when people start working on vision, it's really to understand, just really understand that where a lot of the times where you look will then twist your head, will then twist your shoulders. And yeah. do you do you want that kind of thing to have happen? Right. So that's why, you know, Trent's got, you know, you're, you're not saying that you're I like I like the way you're going about it anyway, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, like this isn't, this is, you know, this isn't that much of a directive because we, we kind of keep saying the same thing, see everything. But I think, you know, if you were going to, if you were going to be like, Hey, I'm going to work on my vision today. Let's, you know, let's, I'm not going to worry about score today. Let's just kind of play with things. My directive would be pick your head up, pick your head up, try and like, you know, and I have this idea of soft eyes, you know, of, of just try and see more, try and see, you know, more of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and again, like soft eyes, like literally, like you know, relax your eyes, relax your face. Like, like you'll you'll be you'll be surprised, like how your vision changes just when you're when you're not grimacing in a squint. You know what? Um, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, but let me so, let me just say, yeah. Go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. Well, well I, what I was, I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say is, yeah. Go. go. Yeah, I was gonna say. So so now, like, just just walk us through that gate rolling, and just take us all the way to just take us all the way to buoy one, though. And again, I I know there's not specifics, but what do you remember seeing? I'm I'm going to I'm actually I'm going to be more specific than you and then I'm going to say that because I've been so specific now I don't need to be, okay? So mm-hmm. when I'm out on my gate glide, I am looking in front of the boat. Uh I see where buoy 1 is and I'm kind of so my my head is kind of looking let's say my head when I'm out there is looking a little bit towards 3 ball when I'm in my glide let's say. Okay. Like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like that way. I can see buoy one. I can see the front of the boat. I can see uh, the, the gates coming. Right. And yeah. then we all inevitably, I don't like to tell a person what their clue should be to turn in, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that when I'm gliding, I'm seeing all of that. The really important thing that I have learned to do is detach my eyeballs from my head motion. Right. Like, yeah, so I can, very important. I call yeah. it, I call it peaking. Like I can peek over at one, mm-hmm. but I don't turn my head to look at one. Right. Like good, that they're, they're, they're disassociated. Um, and that's why I will say that, you know, if you don't have anything to work on and you want to work on vision, it's probably going to mess you up the first couple of times because you're not used to where you look, but you will, it'll, it'll, it'll quickly pull back in and, 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 and you can, you can progress in this. So when I'm, when I'm getting ready to turn in, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of looking in that general direction. I see my point wherever, like, you know, if it's front of the boat crosses through the, the gates, whatever that is, I, and at the moment that I say, okay, and now I'm, now I'm going to commit to my turn in. I, I do not look at the gates. I'm looking at buoy one and I am going to just, I just, that's, that's kind of where I'm looking now. Did I turn my head to look at one? No. I just, my eyeballs are there. And now as I'm, as I'm getting closer and closer to the wakes, I'm still got my vision on buoy one, but my peripheral sees the gates coming. And then I know exactly where I am that way versus actually taking my eyeballs down to the, the gate ball to make sure that I'm, you know, everybody's infatuated with making the gates, which yeah. obviously you need to be when, especially when you're in a tournament. But if my eyeballs are there and when I get to that point, then I need to pick my eyeballs up. I'm going to have to look for one because I need to know where I'm going and what my relationship of speed and 
direction and yeah. and angles. So my whole point is, and the reason why we're kind of saying keep your vision more global is that you you need to. These are the things that are really important because if you don't, if you pick your head up from looking at a gate ball and look at one, then you have to make those judgments of. I have, oh, I'm doing awesome right here. I'm going to be slow, wide, early, whatever you want to call those feelings. Or I'm screwed. I'm going straight out the buoy. What am I going to do? <laughs> and now you're panicking because you had less time to be ready, you know? So yeah. for me, it's really about that being able to judge my speed. And if I, yeah. if you're, the more tunnel vision you get, or the, the more you're focusing on things that are objects really close to you, you know, like, so anyway, mm -hmm. so I'm, when I turn in, I'm looking kind of out in front of the boat. I see my point to turn in. As soon as I commit to turning in, I'm done with the gates. I'm not going to look at them. I will see them come, you know, low in my vision, but I am not taking my eyeballs to them. My eyeballs are on buoy one and I'm going to edge change. And now I'm coming out to one. I'm making all those calculations on, on my direction and all of that. I'm standing up, I'm extending away and the, and, and I'm seeing buoy one come at me as it's coming at me, the moment that I know that I'm wide enough, I'm not going to hit it. Nothing's going to happen. My focus is now off of that buoy and it's out in front of the boat again. And I'm, I'm more yeah. worried about now I'm, what I'm looking for is how do I make the best arcing turn possible with the least amount of slack that will come in. I'll hook into my, you know, things like I've called before, like my power triangle or whatever you want to call it. I'll hook into that. And then where am I looking at that point? Well, I'm looking out in front of the boat. I'm going to buoy two. So I might as well have my focus be out in there. So my eyeballs are pretty close to buoy two. And, you know, pretty soon the boat's going to obstruct my view. I, I use something that I've, I've talked about in, an, in last year's, you know, season. I call it x-ray vision. I'm looking through the boat. And then, you know, meaning that the buoy is blocked in my vision, but my vision is still trying to find that. So now I have a perspective of the boat. And then as soon as the boat moves away, I, I, I pick up buoy two again and I see it. You know, I'm not looking. It's just like when you go from one to two, are you looking for the gates? You don't know. Your eyes yeah, are up, yeah. your head's up. So this may all this may differ from from your approach, Trent. But I like to have like I like to to know where I am as much of the time as possible, so that I am so I have the most amount of time to make the correct judgment on what my turn's going to need, what my direction is, and things like that. Yep. So that's yep. that's what I'm doing, and then. Um, and, and so how does that differ or, or, no, or, I think that, or apply? What is that like for you? I think really similar. I think one thing that, and as my skiing gets better throughout the season, I, I, I feel like I never lose, um, never lose sight of the rope either. Um, meaning, you know, like, and again, not even, you know, not even, especially on the boat. Like I know that there's been, that's another thing I'd been coached on, you know, in, in the, in the past was, you know, to look at the back of the boat or look at the pylon and, and I get, and again, it was a, a list, a specific response. It was the, you know, it was to help me from not rotating my upper body across the course, um, to the point where, where my, 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 my hips were actually rotating back behind my heels. Um, so yeah, again, not, not advocating looking down the rope, but, uh, but always being accountable for where the rope is, because that, that'll tell you, you know, that line of the rope will tell you where the pylon is. And, and when that's important is, is when you're on that upward, outward swing, you know, mm -hmm. cause that, 
you know, the, the, the rope moving in relation to that fixed pylon is, is, is indicative of, is, it tells you your speed, right? Essentially, it tells you if you're still gaining on the boat, it tells you, okay, now I've slowed down to the point where I've absolutely matched the boat speed. It's not moving in relation to the fixed point. And, and then as that, you know, as that angle starts to regress back or, or, or the fixed point starts moving ahead, now it's indicative that I'm going slightly slower than the boat. So, um, <clears throat> So that I'm always seeing that, like I'm, I'm just thinking about swinging into one ball. I'm always seeing that out of the left side of my vision. Um, but I'm, I'm like you, like as, as soon as I, as soon as I'm confident of my path, that my tip is going to clear the buoy, then, then it's, it's head up, you know, and, and, and I know I'm going to see two ball at that point, um, out of the, you know, my left, um, field of vision, um, and I know, I feel like I'm probably going to see four ball at that point too. Like the next, the next buoy on the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I start to arc back through into the, into the meat of the turn, into the pressure part of the turn, I'm going to see, again, I'm, I'm going to see more of the line of the rope because as I start looking across the two, that's going to be on, on more of a straighter plane with, with, the with the rope. Um, and I'm also going to, I'm also not afraid to see the tip of my ski either. You know, and again, it's, it's like you said, it's peaking, you know, it's, it's seeing without looking, I guess is probably a better way of saying it for me. Um, I'm going to see the tip of my ski because it's, that's going to let me know where it, like where my body's oriented over my ski. You know, if, if, as I come through that turn, if I can see the tip of the ski kind of continuing to slide kind of into my body and then and then I'm then that's telling me you know and in addition to the pressure I'm feeling but it's telling me that, okay my body's still moving forward I'm still you know I'm still leading my feet out of this turn instead of you know stopping and letting the tip sneak out in front of me a little bit mm-hmm. um so again it, it's it's you know it, it's it's seeing the stuff without specifics so if you were going to go okay like what's I want to start working on my vision. I feel like I, I stare at one ball too long, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, exactly what you just said. Pick your head up. Yeah. Pick your head up. Pick, pick your head up. It's funny because I, I get that. I, it's, you know, as a coach, you get that a lot. It's like, ah, I'm staring at the buoys and I, and I'm I say, okay, well, but don't forget though. It's, it's okay to see the buoys. And I, and I just remember, you know, I, and I, I, I'd imagine we were, it was, we were probably coaching someone in college as well. Asher and I, and I, and I, and I just remember, so probably it was probably a teammate that just made a comment, you know, oh man, I'm I'm just staring at the buoys, and and I remember Will like just coolly saying, well, yeah, I mean you've got to look, you got to look at the buoys. How are you going to know if you get around it or not? Um, probably coming from someone whose vision probably comes to him quite naturally, but um, but yes, if you if you, but we all know what that feels like. If, and I, it's you're, what you're essentially saying is, hey, I'm tunnel visioned. I'm 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 not even reacting until I'm at the buoy just simply pick your head up. See, see how much you can see. Just, just try and stay away from specifics. You know, um, I think being accountable for the rope is a great one. Like, you know, where is that angle of the rope in in relation to my body? And, and always, you know, if you're going to go simple rule of thumb, like as soon as you know, you're going to clear one ball, pick your head up and see if you can see two ball, you know, and, and, and see if you can, as you come through that turn, like see if you can see that line, your desired line, that's going to put you 30 feet before two ball, like let, let, let your focus sort of go through that, through that, um, desired path. I I think like that's for me, that would be the first step if you were trying to, if you were trying to get away from tunnel vision and, and I would, I would back it up and I would start that way. Just like, like you said, Rossi, right at before the gate pull out. If, if, I mean, the more I see there, the, the more calming it is. And the more, the more I'll see through the entire pass. 
I just had a vision, I don't know why, of, of uh, skiing at Bellacqua and coming around the island and and just seeing it all and seeing the banners. And yeah, I just got some yeah. goosebumps on that one. That's just, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so cool. But I think you nailed it is see your path. Be, yeah. be, be looking, be, be looking where you want to be going. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't have to, you can disassociate head motion with eye motion. Yeah. So, to, yeah. Right? So explain this one. Yeah. So I think this would be a, a great one. Explain this because there's, I can think of just easily, I can think of three or four like super high level skiers at the moment their tip gets to the buoy, they like snap their head across course, you know, and, 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 April and so. Yeah, or yeah, or even even some yeah, she and even like a few of the a couple guys come to, to mind that are like you know way on top of things. Yep. So so explain that then. So you know again, they're really good. That, they're really good at stuff, people. I mean, we yeah. don't all do everything right. I mean, people that are all of us pros. Like I load the rope too much. I do you know I like to advance my ski through the wakes. That that does not help me. Maybe I wheelie two ball, right? <laughs> and know, four ball, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like we all we all have we all have things that we have overcome or have just become part of our skiing along yeah. the way. And and would we be better if we got rid of it? I believe yes, but Probably. you know, it's not easy, you know, and that's why sometimes you go from being, you know, the that that new school fresh on the block thing to like feeling like, man, am I the am I the 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 old school guy now or what? You know, like <laughs> you know, you just see the evolution of things. So, yeah. but but disassociating your your head motion to yes. your to your eye motion. Let me let me just tell you like when I'm coming into buoy 1, you know, like I said, when I'm turning in for the gates, I see buoy one in the distance. I'm I'm watching it. I come through the gates. I edge change. I'm looking at one. As I get closer and closer and closer, and I'm standing up and extending my ski out, my eyeballs are seeing one coming at me, and I may look down with my eyes only, but yeah. my head is still looking as though I'm looking way down the course at, at buoy, you know, three or five or whatever it is. But my eyeballs come down just a little bit until I know I'm like, Oh, there's that moment that my tips going over. Now I pick my eyes up and I, then I, they go to, they go to the, to the left side of my, uh, orbital maybe, or whatever you want to call it. And they're peeking yeah. over at two ball. But did I turn my head? No, yeah. I, my yeah. head is disassociated. So I'm looking through the to the left side of my eyes, you know. So what I'm getting at is that is that doesn't just come. You do need to start to put some sort of focus here. And I like kind of the way you're saying it, Trent, is that it doesn't need to be all encompassing, but have a plan, you know. And so for me, I want to look where I'm going. I want to see the buoys out in front. Yep. And the closer you are looking at something, the less time you're going to have to react to it. So and, like, and to get and to gauge it too, right? right? Exactly. You know, exactly. Um, and, and I think, and, and you know, back to to the you know to the skier who can snap their head across course. It, it's kind of back to what you're saying. You know, just because their head snaps across course, that doesn't necessarily mean that's where their eyes go. And 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 one step further if they're able to, to snap their head across course without their upper body moving, then that's why it's, it's less of a, of a detriment to some skiers than to others. Right. But, but again, I think, um, meaning, you know, meaning, meaning that, that I just said, disassociate your eyes from your head motion. Right. 
what you just described could even yeah. be disassociating your head motion with your shoulder and upper body exactly, motion. Exactly. Right? right. So, so, and, and so that's, you know, th- there's just another reason why some people can get away with, 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 with more peculiar movements, but like that's you such said, such an awkward picture though, right? Like, yeah. I know what's hard still to do. facing down the course, heads turned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, but I, you, I'm but just you telling s- you average Joe, average, not average yeah. Joe, all of us, I can't do it. Right. No, like, if no, I turn no, my head no. like that, my shoulders are cranking. Yeah, my so shoulder's gonna it's drop. not average, so, Joe. It's it's most people are not going to be yeah. able to do that. And it's like you said, you, you know, you never you don't want to base your your technique around someone else's peculiarities, right? Like so, you know, it it just it stands to reason that the 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 earlier you see your path, the more you see the 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 better you're going to be able to gauge speed, direction, and 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 just changing you know environs like you know rollers and everything aside, you're going to be able to you know aside from that. Aside from seeing rollers and being able to adapt, you're just you're going to be able to gauge your your path, your speed, and 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 um, you know how much time and space you really have coming into a turn. So again, if you if you want to make a change, step one, start seeing start seeing globally before you even pull out, and 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 that's why you know you talked about the move you make before you pull out, and I have something really similar. I, I stand up and I do like an absurd kind of motion where I, I lift my chin up so I can see absolutely everything and and I absolutely do try and soften my face. I, I want my vision to be as accurate as or you know as clean and as clear at that point. So um start start from like everything else <laughs> with with Rusty and I start from the very, very, very start. The easiest place for you to, to affect change is going to be before you get into the meat of the course. Mm-hmm.